Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Stephen Crypto Show, presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. Welcome to episode 37 in a row. 37 in a row. Like, I'm surprised we've been able to get this done weekly. This is because I don't know when we started, we were so sporadic and like just, you know, every other week or like once a month, like we. Once we were learning, once we kind of learned the ropes and figured out what we were doing, we were able to just like knock them out. And and it's, I think it's been more fun doing it weekly, and it gives us more time to 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 chat with our our peeps and try to yeah. entertain them and stuff. It gives us something to look forward to every week, and you know, hopefully, all of you people listening look forward to the show every week. We know yes. we enjoy doing it for you every week, and of course, um. If you've been enjoying you've for the last few episodes we mentioned our uh being nominated for the podcast awards just remind you guys you got till july 31st to get in and vote go to podcastawards.com and vote for the steven crypto show in the entertainment and people's choice categories so you have till the 31st and I've been telling, I've been on social media, like my birthday is coming. My birthday is on August 6th. So I'm like for my birthday, everybody go vote for us. And that's <laughs> what I want for my birthday. So go do that. Go vote for us. But, and also by the 31st, all our people who uh, I assume enjoy us, um, go visit our buy me a coffee page, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve crypto. And Anybody who contributes before the 31st is going to be entered in a drawing for a great prize pack that we're still putting together. It's going to be pretty cool. And on top of that, we are going to invite you to come on the show and tell us about you because we want to hear about you. You guys listen to us bullshitting and rambling and talking our nonsense and making fart jokes and all that good That's stuff. That's right. Yeah. Now it's time for you to steal the mic. Yeah, we want to hear your okay, part. This is too. your show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to get too loud. I got my kid on me, like on my lap right now, sleeping as we do this. So I got to, you know, get into that quiet little R&B voice. Like, you listen to the yeah. Steve Crypto show. This, this is the ladies, man. <laughs> it's a lady. <laughs> you but, guys um, like comic books? We have comic books and horror. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that got a little <laughs> little strange, but it's okay. Um, hey, and always we like to uh, promote our friends and interesting creators and stuff. In this episode, we're going to have our buddy Brian Pierce, who is well known in the Northwest as Captain Slinky. He's the, the weird lamp guy. So he's going to tell us a little bit about how he got started in that. And another interesting announcement of... Uh, an event that he's going to be running. So later on in the episode, we'll run that for you guys. Um, it's been a lot of, uh, I mentioned to buy me a coffee page. I'm going to mention it again. 
buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. Go check it out. Show us some love. That little plug in there. Yeah, get it in there again. Um, yeah, so it's been a pretty interesting week. Uh, I guess the Comic-Con at home thing is actually going on right now. Yeah. There's been a lot of interesting stuff coming out. They put out the full uh, trailer for the Child's Play series. I watched it last night. looks pretty good. I'm sure you're excited about that. You're the yeah. Chucky guy himself. So Yeah, yeah. It looks really fun. Uh, of course, they're they're keeping some of the you know the characters we're looking forward to seeing hidden you know there's there's no glimpse of tiffany in the trailer no glimpse of of uh little uh andy well not little so much so much anymore but you know andy kyle and and tiffany are all rumored to be a part of the show if they showed all that in the trailer that would kind of like Spoiler, well, some movies you know do. I mean? Some movies give that shit away, and I'm, yeah. I'm kind of glad that they're not doing that. No, it, it kind of like entices you to actually watch the show more. Yeah, like, yeah. ooh, this could happen. When's this gonna? How are they gonna introduce Tiffany? How are they gonna have? Aunt? You know what I mean? How? Yeah. So it, it makes you watch it, and and if, where are they? If, yeah. Where? What network is showing it? Is it Sci-Fi? It's gonna be Sci-Fi, and there's one other network actually. I believe there's two networks. Like USA involved. or something. USA. Yeah, Sci-Fi and USA, and it's coming out October twelfth. Right, and actually, speaking of Sci-Fi, they uh, they released also during the, the Comic Con at home. They released a trailer for the the Day of the Dead series, which is going to be on Sci-Fi as well. They they promoted it in the trailer as an ode to George A. Romero. Um, the zombies and stuff look cool in it, uh, but it felt uh. Like let's do an ode to Romero, but it felt like uh, kind of a it, it. There was too many dumb jokes in the trailer. I got kind of stupid, but I mean it is what it is, I guess. Uh, like for example, some guy made a comment about it being a waste of $50,000 for a friggin' uh, when I showed a scene with zombies attacking wedding guests. Like, it's, that was kind of corny, but I like a good zombie show. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the market got a little oversaturated for a while with zombie stuff, but I'm cool if they keep it... Uh, if, if they do it... If they do it right... You know what I mean? If they're they're good and don't shit on Romero's legacy too much with too many stupid jokes. You know what I mean? Um, did you watch the trailer for the Day of the Dead series yet? No, not no. yet. Uh-uh. Be, be sure to check that out. It's good. I'll make sure you get a link for it and everything. Yeah, um, yeah. What's other good kind of horror-related stuff at Comic-Con? They put out a trailer for Dexter Season 9. Um, I'm just hoping they make up for the shitty ending of the series. I know you haven't watched it, but I, I'm sure a lot of uh, horror fans and I'm sure a few people that listen to us have seen it and are probably uh, disappointed by how they ended it. It's like I am. Yep. It's hard. It, 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 it kills me when there's like a good show and they have a good run and then they just run out of ideas and just end it garbage 
Hopefully they can come back in and redeem themselves. Uh, Do you know if it's the same people, like the same writers and and director involved as the the previous seasons? Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm sure there might be some people. I know, of course, some of the cast will be back for it. Yeah. But you know that the writing team can definitely make a difference. So, yeah, that's why I'm asking. But for sure. Um. That's the only thing that I've heard come out of Comic-Con at home that really interested me. Like, I don't know how much you were paying attention to it or not, but. Uh, I, I I missed a lot. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. just uh, was dealing with some, some birthday stuff, you know, getting ready for the little guy's party. And yep. so I, I missed most of the, the news involving that. I basically caught the child's play trailer and that was it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I get it. It's, get busy and it's kind of hard to to keep up on the comic-con at home it's just like man i'll just look at it later you know what i mean yeah. it's like all these announcements you're just like i'll oh, check it out later and then yeah sometimes you don't check it out later you forget about it like me i like take notes if i see something i'll just like bookmark the the, the news story or something and, and make a note of it but um other exciting stuff this week i know i think last week we mentioned that uh kevin smith is about to start filming clerks three yeah and yeah um and the new masters of the universe revelation exactly what out. i was leading I to what you were, what i was it was there. it was coming um you're just putting the bait out putting the bait um, out since yeah. you're speaking of him um have you watched it yet I did. I watched all five episodes, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is just part one of the new season. Oh, there'll be more. Yeah, yeah. If you look online on IMDb, there's at least already uh, a second two, series. Yeah, yeah. There's already like two or three more episodes listed that are supposed to come out. I'm not sure when exactly, but yeah, that's that's coming down the pipeline. Uh, but the first five were cool. The I, I really dug the animation. That was. It looked Pretty well good. done. It looked good. Yeah, it looked they good. had a good cast of, of uh, voices. They had a really huge, you know, really well-known cast to do all the voices. Yeah. Uh, Mark yeah. Hamill as Skeletor was fucking awesome. Right. I was and super it... hyped about Scareglow, Tony Todd yeah, Scareglow. And, like, he just had such a good fucking evil-sounding voice for that character. And that was, that might have been one of the highlights of it for me. Um, yep the uh the all-state guy in there doing the all, yeah i know i was i was watching with 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 ryan funny. my fiance and she was like that's not like the insurance guy and i was like yeah yep, that's him yeah he was trying to sell insurance to he-man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what i got a kick out of this is kind of like not exactly a deep cut thing but for people that love animation and people that grew up in the 90s like me um the the 90s animated batman series you know the voice of joker was mark hamill batman was kevin conroy they're yeah. both together again for this yeah. show conroy so, does the voice on this yep yeah it's kind of neat and and honestly the skeletor voice is very very close to joker yeah so i heard i heard kind of joker a lot in there um yeah you know i i enjoyed it it seems like it's there's a lot of people hating on it but i, I i've oh, been yeah. thinking about that and i i feel like First of all, I want to say I think it's I enjoyed it. It's a good continuation of the show. 
it's not like a reboot it's like a continuation yeah of the show as a child but i mean like i said i've been thinking about people hating on it and and i find myself guilty of this too but i think people look for reasons to hate on creators like kevin smith mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's like I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of his. You're a big fan of his. I respect him. He, you know, he's one of the people that inspire me to want to make a podcast. And you yep. know, same with you. Definitely. I know the same Definitely. thing. That's why a lot of it, what brought us together to do the show was mutual, you know, respect for people yeah. like him. And, and you uh, hear him talk so much about the podcast game and just like, hey, you know, he sounds like such an average guy. Like, I can do it. Sounds, you guys can do it. Yeah, he's like one of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like a voice for us. But um, like I said, I feel guilty sometimes of of getting kind of annoyed with him because it's like he's involved in everything. It's like, it's, he is it like an ego-driven thing? Is he like, he just has to be involved in everything? Or is it just, it just works out that way? But, you know, I, I go ahead. I kind of think maybe half the time some people might be pitching things to him being like hey you might want to be involved with this or hey you should come and do this and if it's something like masters of the universe or something cool that maybe he's kind of into or something that he feels like would be good to have his name attached to it then why not you know i i, I could see him being like yeah of course i'm gonna do this yeah that's like but like i said i, I i'm guilty of sometimes being like fuck another kevin smith thing come on yeah take a break dude um yeah like you fucking almost worked yourself to fucking death <laughs> you know what i mean like take a break take a vacation yeah. for a couple of years but no like i the people hating on it i think it's kind of dumb like because you think about it like he's slightly older than me so he grew up with a lot of the same stuff like me like watching masters of the universe and it's like this is not this is this isn't already you know it's it's a property that's already developed and has a following so it's not like he he who's a fan of it you know what i mean yeah. he's a fan it's not like he's just going to come in and flip the script on the whole thing and make it a his own thing like you know like his movie you know he has his own movies he has his own world that he created he's not creating this world he's just showing his love for it and adding to it yep same thing he does with the cw shows which is why i think people the people hating on it should maybe look at it from that angle yeah you know like i just keep saying bits about just people not liking it and i'm not even going into why people aren't liking it. I'm not going to take the time to go in and yeah, read the reviews just because we're not going to spoil that for you yet either. In case you guys haven't watched it. There's a, you could definitely see the, the Kevin Smith flavor in the show. Like he throws in some jokes and kind of, you know, adult themed jokes and, and like little homages. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm wondering if, there's a scene, like, not to spoil it, I'm assuming most people watched it by now anyways. If not, go watch it. It's good. If you're listening to us, you probably have. Yeah, but, um, like, the scene with, uh, with Scareglow, I mentioned, with uh, Tila, and there's, like, the face affairs thing, and it was very reminiscent of the Luke 
on uh, Empire Strikes Back. And I feel yeah. like this is just him fucking Kevin Smith having a, a nerd boner. Like I'm doing He-Man. Like I'm going to just show my nerd boner and love for these other things and pay a little tribute to Star Wars and this and that, which... Or it's either just like a blatant ripoff of <laughs> of the idea. But I think it's kind of an homage. I feel like this whole project to him is like he wouldn't if he thought he couldn't do it justice, he wouldn't have taken the project. Yeah. It's not adding, it's, adding it's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like like I mentioned, like oh, he got to have his hands in everything. I don't feel like that's the case with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, adding to what you were saying about, um, you know, him being a fan, you know, and being a little bit older than you, (laughs) if any of us were approached magically to be involved with something like this, would you turn it down? You know, you'd be like, hell yeah, I want to be involved. I want to write for the show or whatever, you know, and it's something that you loved watching as a kid or grew up on. You're you're going to want to be involved, too. So, yeah, he is involved in a lot of different things. But, I mean, he gets to make pretend for a living. And and yes. why, why not? I mean, that's that's if that's what he gets to do and he has time for it. Exactly. And like most of the projects that he does are his own creations. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's not like he's just taking this on and let me turn this into a Kevin Smith production. No, it's, it's right. He's just showing love. Yeah. He's the show runner. He wrote the first episode, but if you pay attention to the credits after that, it's, it's all someone else. They put together a team to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so he wrote and produced the first episode with a couple people, and I think he basically oversees everything, you know, makes sure like everything's like story is going along as it should and whatnot. But it's not all his writing; it, it's you know, it's him and a few other people. He did, he probably did help out quite a bit with bringing in the cast because oh, a yeah. lot of them are friends of his. Mark yep. Hamill, obviously, and Jay Muse is the voice of Stinkor. You knew Muse was going to be involved. Two. Yeah, I guess yeah. his kid is involved somewhere too. I know oh, I looked oh, at Harley, she's yeah. in the IMDb credits, so I, yep, I'm not sure Harley what. Is... I don't remember what what she who she voiced, but I probably said in the last episode that Ralph Garman was going to be involved. He's not. I'm a little surprised yeah, about that. Weird. He does so many voices and impressions. You're a liar. He's, he's great. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Kirk I... a liar. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I but I really too. was expecting him to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. So. But overall, I think it was good, man. I think they did a good job. I felt, yeah, I felt it was kind of short, but yep. in the short time, they told a good story. It was a good art, yeah. which, like, I mean, they could have just released it as a movie, but I think in this case, it does better. It works. You can because... pretty much watch it. As, as a movie. straight through that's what i did yeah. i just sat down and watched it, it in a couple hours and was done but yep. it's like you know it, it just felt like watching the series but the the old series kind of had more more episodic rather than an arc like this did yeah but it was cool man i loved it i thought it was great and i'll probably rewatch it i'm sure there's little bits i missed and and i, I love his own twist he put on it so everybody go watch it <laughs> 
if you ain't watched it yet, go watch it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna loving, watch it again. If you grew up loving, you know, Masters of the Universe and all that, watch it. But um, that's on Netflix. Yep. You know, Netflix has been hitting pretty good lately with a lot of stuff. You know, like the Fair Street stuff did really well. People are enjoying that. The uh, Sweet Tooth, people love that. That was fucking great. I finally got around to finishing that. That was a good show. It left me wanting more, which is what a good show should do. Yeah. Um, Netflix also, well, I'm probably going to dive into tonight and start watching is the movies that made us season three. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of the work they do. Brian Folkways, the man who runs uh, behind the cell company, the production company who does, you know, they produce a lot of stand-up comedy stuff. Um, they do the toys that made us toy store near you movies that made us all that stuff. They're like, dude's busy. Like um, somebody I want to bring on the show eventually. Like we trying to work out scheduling to make it happen with Brian or, you know, somebody from the company sooner or later it'll happen. I promise. But, um, cause I love what they do. I love all the shows they're putting out through, you know, I look forward to them. But uh, like I said, movies that made us season three, they got, you know, they telling the story of some more classics like Jurassic Park. Ghost, Ghostbusters. Well, they're not doing Ghostbusters this season. I think they did it in the last season. Was that the last one? One of them. But uh, yeah, Jurassic Park in this one. Forrest Gump, which is a classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't get Pretty Woman, but I get. You know, it was big. It was popular for what it was. And, of course, I think one of the most influential, great sci-fi comedy fun movies of the 80s, Back to the Future, which is, I don't know what order the episodes are in, but I'm probably going to start with the Back to the Future one <laughs> just because <laughs> I'm really excited to watch it because Back to the Future. Right. Yeah. No, I'm I'm probably gonna watch that one eventually. I mean, I uh, I was late to the punch when it came to Back to the Future, um, but I finally watched it because KP and I were writing a song with that same title. So for a little, you know, influence, I went and watched the movie. But watch um, part one and two. You don't need to watch part three. Part three is not. Yeah. Important. No, I I really enjoyed it. Like many people do, you know. And you know, another thing that I really enjoy is Fright Rags. And July 28th, Fright Rags is releasing their officially licensed Back to the Future collection, which features five brand new t-shirt designs based on the 80s classic and custom knit Doc and Marty socks designed by artist Matthew Skiff. You can grab them this Wednesday, July 28th from FrightRags.com, Fright-Rags.com. Yes, go to Fright-Rags.com. Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003, offering a wide range of products for your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Some of the collections include John Carpenter's Halloween, Universal Monsters, Night of the Living Dead, which is, I've said a million times, my all-time favorite horror movie, uh, Creepshow, Twin Peaks, Evil Dead, and so many more. And it's all officially licensed and available now or really soon. 
at fright-rags.com. And as always, Steve and Crypto Show listeners get 10% off when they use the code STEVECRYPTO10 at checkout. That's the number 10, STEVECRYPTO10 at checkout. Do it, fright-rags.com. Check them out. I love that site. I love the gear. Um, Halloween's coming. Get you some cool spooky t-shirts to wear, you know? Yeah. I mean, you should have some already. But you can always yeah. use more. Use more. And then use Steve Crypto 10 at checkout and get you That's a deal. Right. Let them know deal. we sent you. But hey, uh, we mentioned we are going to be joined by Captain Slinky to tell us about his weird lamps and the event he's going to be producing really soon. So let's uh, let's meet him and we'll be right back. Slinky, Slinky, everyone wants a Slinky. And get a suge. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Ivana Cadaver, host of Macabre Theater, and you're listening to Steve and Crypto Show. And maybe, just maybe, you guys, Butch and I, aka Eddie Munster, will be joining very, very soon. Hey, we're on the Steve and Crypto Show, hanging out with one of my favorite people from the Northwest convention scene, uh, my friend Brian Pierce, aka captain slinky he's the man if you ever been to if you're from northwest and been to any of the uh local comic cons or nerd shows and you see the guy with the crazy lamps that are constructed of recycled toys or uh basically junk and <laughs> they become these amazing golden masterpieces of lamps um that's captain slinky and unless there's some imposter captain Slinky out there, which we'll have to deal with that. But uh, we're here with yeah. Captain Slinky. Thank you for hanging out again. Of course. And, <laughs> and uh, tell us, tell us how you got started doing the lamps, and tell us where people could find the lamps and get all the info on Captain Slinky. Well, basically, um, all, all my life, I I've been fixing toys. I I love yeah. From a very young age, going to garage sales and everything and buying up old broken toys and finding out how to fix them and stuff. And then I would resell them, uh, which was you know, a lot of fun. Got me into doing uh, conventions uh, uh, and stuff like that. And then one day I ran into an artist online by the name of Ben Riddlebarger, uh, who was making, I, he, he does... <laughs> some incredible uh drawn artwork uh but also he does sculpture and everything and what he had been doing at this point was taking broken toys and broken knickknacks and stuff and putting the get them together in the weirdest ways uh and then spray painting them gold on a on the base of a lamp and like you, you've probably seen the gif where the uh, the instructables on like people will show this really quick image of oh look you just take some toys and you glue them onto a onto a lamp from Target and and there you have a lamp that has toys on it yeah type of thing but but giving it the unifying color of gold for one thing uh, is incredible and then what I decided to do uh, my own twist you know, I I talked to Ben about this a lot and he gave me his blessing because it was something he was only doing as a, as just a quick project to kind of recharge his, uh, 
his creative batteries. And he said, yeah, go ahead, go for it, make them. So my whole thing is I wanted to take broken lamps, broken toys. I wanted it, all broken stuff. Uh, you know, lamps that people thought weren't working anymore, but really it's just a simple wiring issue. Or at the very least, I can take the whole lamp apart and harvest the guts out of it to make a new lamp out of. Uh, so I use that, keeping that out of the landfill. I'm keeping the, the broken toys that are just mangled. And luckily, I live in a neighborhood with a lot of little kids that like to break a lot of toys. So I end up getting... <laughs> a lot of toys uh, brought to my doorstep. And of course I have all my nerd friends that will have like, oh no, I, I dropped that toy. I can't think of a name of the toy. But, <laughs> they, but like I've had people, oh, on, on my workbench right now, I've got a broken Bruce Lee statue. That was like a cold cast resin type of a thing. That's gonna be fun to figure out what it's gonna do. So anyways, uh, you take the broken knickknacks, broken toys, you put them together in, in Island of Misfit Toys ways where like you, you, you're uh, you're popping the head off of a broken He-Man and sticking it on to uh, Barbie, Barbie's body, and uh, making her fight a dinosaur that's riding a motorcycle. Uh, um, and then you paint it gold. And you put the right lampshade on that, and all of a sudden, it's it, it's a lamp that is worthy of Grandma's living room. Like you can you can actually stick one of my lamps in Grandma's living room, and no one will notice until someone finally looks and goes, "Is that is that Barbie with He-Man's head fighting a dinosaur on a motorcycle?" And you say, "Why, well, yes, Grandma, yes, that is a Barbie with <laughs> He-Man's head." fighting a dinosaur on a motorcycle how did you notice it because it all it, it, it's amazing to see how well it all blends together yeah uh, I, i'm still having a fun little dream in my head of you like tossing a firecracker into the neighbor's yard you know to yeah. blow that spider-man <laughs> oh it looks like you're not gonna need that anymore yeah. Let me you're gonna use it yeah that's like when you were like in the cafeteria as a kid, like you're gonna eat it, like you're gonna use it. <laughs> oh no, someone broke in and broke all your toys. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Goodwill won't take them, but I will. Yeah. Don't worry, I got your back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, you take somebody's junk and turn it into a one of a kind piece of art. Exactly. And it's like our, our house is is like the world's biggest, most awesome Lego set because <laughs> not, nothing is safe from becoming a part of a lamp. It, it absolutely ever. And because so many people know that I make these now, I'm constantly getting boxes of toys and boxes of broken toys, broken knickknacks, people contacting me at least two or three times a day going, hey, I've got a broken lamp. You want it? Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> so I spent a lot of time taking lamps apart and putting them, putting them back together. Uh, and it, it's just, it's so incredible. And, it, and it's a whole family affair type of a thing that we'll, we'll all gather around the kitchen table that's just piled high with broken toys and stuff. And, you know, my kid will go, hey, does, does this work? And, you know, hand me something like, oh, look, it's, it's a legless dark side riding a kangaroo and he's got a cowboy hat on yeah that worked <laughs> let's do that and then we, we know that we're done with the lamp and it's ready to be painted whenever i start going 
and I can't <laughs> stop giggling. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, so what's been your personal favorite so far? Oh, let's see here. Personal favorites of my lamps. I mean, I'm sure there's a few, but man, yeah. I mean, always my personal favorite is whatever I'm working on at the moment. And because that's what's sparking the most joy for me. Like as soon as I have made the lamp, I don't have much attachment to it except for uh, the three lamps that I've made. I've made one for my wife, one for my kid, and one for myself uh, that are uh, just like too sentimental for me. Like the one that I made for my kid is a uh, is this delicate anime girl uh, in a kimono type of a thing, but she came to me with her arms broken off, so I re- placed them with big buff robot arms and gave her a giant anime style gun to be carrying around and on her other side is her pet dinosaur that is carrying uh, a chainsaw and that's in gold and that's beautiful that's in their room Uh, and for my wife I made one that we call the sexy beast which is a uh, uh, it's a one of those super articulated 12 inch G.I. Joe bodies that didn't have a head. So I put a, a, a triceratops head on it and I've put it into this very seductive pole dancing type of a position uh, around the, the base of the lamp and in gold. That's very classy. And, uh, and then the one that I made for myself, which was a Santa Claus snow globe at one point, And I put a little captain's hat on the Santa Claus and his, he was missing an arm. So I gave him Optimus Prime's arm. And then I took a bunch of little toys and uh, took like toothpaste uh, caps and stuff and made them into lampshades to put on all these little toys that are all around the Santa who's at his workbench. So it, it's me making toys. It's my self-portrait lamp. No, I'm never going to be able to look at a toothpaste cap again without thinking right. of a little miniature lamp. That's clever. That's good, though. They look like little little lampshades. Yeah, little lampshades, right? Nice. See, that's that's... <laughs> clever man that's good to have that imagination and and show it through these these pieces they're they're art or you know what i mean they're awesome you know like i know i've seen you at shows with the lamps and i don't know how many times i've taken pictures of the lamps and sharing them there's probably you could probably find multiple posts over at thestevestrout.com with pictures (laughs) of your lamps in there like check this dude's lamps out like they're really cool um probably <laughs> and you could people could see a lot of the lamps that you've sold at captainslinky.com yep that is correct captainslinky.com i i have no idea how much longer i have that domain name for but it's there for for what it's worth because i find it really hard to sell the lamps online to anyone like uh outside of the state i usually do like just local shows and stuff and i'll i'll do shipping out of the state uh every once in a while for somebody but the shipping is just prohibitively expensive yeah for something that delicate and of that size and it's just it's kind of difficult so all of all of my online presence stuff is pretty much a hey look here's a lamp that i'm making who wants to call dibs on it and someone will usually email me and say i have dibs i have dibs and And people can usually people can usually see those lamps through instagram and yeah, and, yeah instagram facebook 
Uh, I'm making them live on Twitch every <laughs> Tuesday and Thursday. Um, but really, just do a search for Captain Slinky. I'm pretty much the only Captain Slinky on any of the social medias, uh, except for Twitch. Somebody else is Captain Slinky there, so I have to be Captain Slinky's Weird Lamps. Weird Lamps, right. But it's fun because uh, uh, we always, when I'm doing the, the Twitch stream, I've got cartoons playing, uh, very heavily interacting with the chat, and instead of playing video games like the kids do these days, it's just me taking <laughs> apart lamps and putting lamps together and, and coming up with crazy ideas and bouncing them off the people in the chat, see how they like it. That's a good way. It's a good way to be interactive and and get ideas to kind of you know spark the creativity. That's that's awesome. Um, so everybody go find Captain Slinky on social media, CaptainSlinky.com. Besides the the lamps, the art, um, you took over a local uh, show, craft show, I guess we call it, called Oddball. Tell yep, us a little about Oddball, Oddball and how you got involved and what's sure, uh, in store for the future. Yeah. Well, the uh, Oddball, the Emporium of the Weird, uh, started out actually in Ohio. They still do it in Ohio, uh, all sorts of events for it. It's like a, a, a very different type of a, a craft show. Like it's not the the Eagles Club Ladies Auxiliary Christmas Bazaar where you're just going to find some pot holders and uh, some quilts and stuff like that. This is this is a special type of a show for the type of vendors that don't fit in at the well the odd the oddest uh, of people the type of people that are making uh, a floral dried floral arrangements uh out of dead bug carcasses or uh handmade leather steampunk accessories you know you know all those people that you see at your comic-con and you go oh man that's not comic books and it's not toys but it's cool it's a it's a con it's a show made up of all yes. those people Steve, Plus, Steve and I have a seen bunch of people that person don't know any better. They really, so like you'll really have, are one of a kind. You'll have a guy who you, you sells... you got to pick one up. I kid you not that this is a guy that, that we actually already have signed up for the show. <laughs> uh, he does photographs of creepy dolls in creepy situations. Like it'll be a weird creepy doll Thank at you. the end of a dark hallway. <laughs> with a forced perspective it's oh it's 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 terrifying type stuff and you'll have that <laughs> right? right next to a person right. trying to sell vinyl window replacement <laughs> services. uh it, you got people making uh <laughs> yeah. hand crocheted uh skulls you got uh my lamps my weird lamps yeah uh, it, it's just so and we got jugglers and there's live music and there's uh, like this show was, is going to be my first one uh, of me owning the Odd Mall. I started doing the Odd Mall about six years ago, which was very close to the beginning of the Odd Mall here in Washington. And uh, uh, sorry, I got a dry mouth. <laughs> yeah. 
I was I was in contact with uh, local artist uh, Shauna Marie Duncan, who worked for Funko, and is now working for Hasbro. She's like on the design head of the design team for the Transformers uh, uh, TCG or something like that. Right. At least that was the last thing that I saw of her. But she had found one of my lamps online and had wanted to buy it from me. And I had been just selling them at regular comic book conventions and stuff, like along with the toys that I was fixing uh, for fun. And they, uh, uh, she said, you know, you should really look into the, you know, selling these at shows. I said, oh, there are many craft shows that want these type of things. She said, no, there are a bunch of craft shows that would love exactly this type of thing. Chief amongst them being the Odd Mall. And I had never heard of such a thing. So I looked it up and I applied. And I got in and I just felt like family in there and it was absolutely wonderful. And I've always considered the odd mall to be my, my home, my home base. I'll do a lot of other shows, but that's the one that I will never miss is the odd mall. Then uh, they, um, the, the owner of the odd mall kind of the, uh, of the one here in Washington state, not the one in Ohio. Right. The one, the guy who owned the one here in Washington State uh, during the pandemic just kind of lost his uh, his ambition right. for running the show anymore. And so he contacted me, wanted to know if I wanted to take it over. And I said, oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that. And so I'm picking it up and I'm, I'm uh, taking it over. And you know, the, the old owner of it wasn't really... I mean, he's a great guy, but, but he's not as odd as I am, he doesn't have he doesn't have a, a showman's flair like I do. Right. So uh like so he was running it pretty much like a regular craft show, only for people that do weird stuff. Whereas I'm going to make it a weird craft show for weird people who are looking for weird things. Right. right. So yeah. Our our first show is gonna be uh November 13th and 14th. So it's like halfway in between halloween and black friday so it's like oh well let's see maybe we'll have okay so we're gonna offer free pictures you know, come on down get your picture taken with uh you know, whatever, whatever holiday preferences you like whatever we're closest to you can do santa claus or the krampus or dracula i don't know who do you want your picture with type of stuff and we got jugglers and we got live music and it's gonna be great that sounds like a good time to me. And where exactly is the show going to be at? That is at the Washington State Fairgrounds in Monroe. Uh, it is in the, oh boy, I can never remember the guy's name. But it's in, in the uh, uh, the Livestock Pavilion, building number 600. Because it's over 100 different vendors that do this type of stuff. That we, we're, we're gathered all the way from... Uh, some come down from Canada, others are coming up from Oregon. Uh, we got, I think I've even got one person coming from Idaho so far. And that's just, oh, that's wow. just so far. I'm still selling booths uh, for it. Right. It's a juried event. So we're not going to get any, you know, oh, look, and here's a person selling candles from China or anything like that. It's going to be legit handcrafted stuff, <laughs> unless I can trick some people. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> 
yeah, so they all come together and it's over a hundred vendors all in one place, food trucks and everything in this giant, I know livestock pavilion makes you think that it's a barn, right? but it's not a barn, it's a warehouse. It's right, just right. named the livestock pavilion because the guy that it was dedicated to was a lot. They've got a long story about it. And I just right. say, how about this go at the warehouse? Anyways, That's, that you said the livestock pavilion. I was like, Ooh, it's gonna be odd smells at the odd mall, but like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but um, hey. weird thing too the 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 old the old odd mall uh, took place in a building at the same fairgrounds uh, uh, that was called the commercial building, and the commercial building was actually a barn. Okay, dirt floors, hmm. uh, leaky ceiling, stalls like like the 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 booths for people was actually stalls that they were going into uh that you would keep like a cow in and stuff i mean it was cleaned up real nice yeah <laughs> no nobody complained but <laughs> but the, this building's definitely an upgrade well that's good so it's upgrading and add and you're gonna add your own uh flair of uh of weirdness to it and right. i think it's gonna be good people can find the uh more info on the odd mall at oddmall.co. Oh, yep, dot co. No M. No M. Yeah, the lack of an M means the lack of murder. Lack of yeah, sure, that's it. Yep, no yeah. M's, no murder. <laughs> no okay. M's. I don't know what you're talking about. Certainly <laughs> no murder there. What? I mean, you <laughs> might as well just <laughs> drop the, the usual M and be odd with your, uh, your website, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's odd all around, all around. The M is silent because it's not there. Exactly. <laughs> we'll That's figure funny. out more. Yeah. Um, hey, well, it sounds like it's gonna be a good time. And I know yeah. I know the lamps are awesome. I love it. Everybody yeah. go check out his lamps at uh captainslinky.com. Find out if you're in the northwest, go to oddmall, go to oddmall.co. Yeah, and uh, find Captain Look Slinky Captain online. Slinky everywhere, everywhere, yeah. he's everywhere. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, well, thank you. They, even if I do say so myself, <laughs> uh, come to the call and you'll see like thirty of them that I've made during the pandemic. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, Captain Slinky, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for having me. This kind of felt like deja vu. Um, yeah, yeah, all over again. <laughs> well, let's do it again. Not today, but we'll do this again <laughs> sometime <today>. soon. <laughs> hey, thank you to Captain Slinky for visiting us and telling us about his weird lamps. Those things are fucking cool. He, he sent me one a while back. It, uh, it was made from a Frankenstein VHS tape. It is, it's pretty cool, man. Um, But yeah, thanks to Captain Slinky. Before we wrap this episode up, I just want to remind you guys to visit us at buymeacoffee.com slash stevecrypto. If you get in before the 31st and contribute to the show, you are entered in our giveaway. It's going to be kind of a cool mystery prize pack, and we're going to invite you on the show, so do that. Visit our friends at Fright Rags, fright-rags.com as well. And go vote for the Stephen Crypto Show in the Podcast Awards. Podcastawards.com. And uh, stay tuned. Keep listening. Next week we have a really exciting show. So we will see you soon. Peace.